Welcome to the Perky Man Dadcast UK Easter Special. This week we talk about spelling corrections, call the midwife, and knickers. You are listening to the Perky Man Dadcast. So it's time for another Dadcast. Hello, Rich. How are you doing, mate? Very good, Alex. Very good. Uh, great to hear from you. Great to speak to you, as always. And as always, it's way too long uh, between Dadcasts. It just happens like that. You know, they're, they're the kind of, uh, we do one and then we just fall off the end of the world. Uh, this is the Easter special, though. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, guess, it, I yeah. guess it is. We need a recap. Sort of. So I've got two daughters. I've got a two and a half year old and a six month old. And how old are your girls now? Yep, so uh, six, six and a half, and uh, three and a half. Yeah, so uh, wow, yeah, really? that's where we are, yeah. Have they and jumped an age or two? <laughs> it has yeah, been a long I time. Mean, I still feel like they're like four. <laughs> I know. Four and one. So listen, the obvious question is for you, are you getting sleep at night? Mate, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been, uh, it's been all right. So Tilly, the older girl, my two and a half year old, has moved into a big bed, a big girl's bed, which is great. But it also means that she can now get out of that big girl's bed when she doesn't yeah. want to be. So, yeah. she, so, so the last couple of weeks, we've, we moved house about a month ago and she was all very excited about moving into her big room and her big girl's bed. But I don't know if she gets a bit spooked at night in that room. It's kind of like quite a big room to what she's used to. And I don't know. I don't know. So there's been occasion where she'll wake up or, you know, and, and, and sort of walk out into the hallway and and want to be awake. and want to, So there's a, there's been an awful lot of putting her back to bed and explaining to yeah. her and giving her a torch and giving her some books to do and trying to explain that you've got to stay in your room and all that kind of stuff. And then meanwhile, the six-month-old is waking up every hour, every hour and a half for feeds <laughs> or just to play like she's just like you know just quite happy it does mean i end up you know rachel gets up in the night and, and does all the feeds for emily but then he usually gets about 5 45 in fact it's always bang on 5 45 in the morning when emily's like okay <laughs> i'm ready to play so then i take her downstairs so that rachel can get back to sleep and she's up for like 20 minutes and then she's asleep again so i'm sat downstairs just kind of you know, finding something on Netflix to, to watch. But it doesn't mean I do get to watch lots of films now, which is good in the mornings. Yeah, well, it, it's, uh, well, with Georgia, our youngest, she's, uh, well, the last couple of weeks, she's been sleeping all through the night, apart from last night, which was bloody awful. But there, we got to the point uh, a month or so ago where we would just take her downstairs, put the TV on, and leave her there and go back to sleep. That's brilliant. Because, you know, it was like, well, whatever whatever TV, you know, kids TV program is on that or whatever station, Nick Jr. or whatever. It's like, that's it. You know, three o'clock in the morning, that's on. There's some milk. There's a couple of biscuits. There's a blanket. We're going back to bed. Oh, does that work? Uh, you know, well, yeah. I mean, oh, she, great. yeah, yeah. A couple of times she's gone to sleep. I mean, it's not happened lots, but, you know, it, it gets that point where, you know, three o'clock in the morning is not is not fun time, is it? I mean, you know, when you're feeding a baby, that's you, you expect to do that. With, with a three and a half year old, you don't expect to do it. But half but past think... three used to be a really fun time when we were young and in Edinburgh. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. You've not even gone to bed then, but you know, <laughs> it was that thing, isn't it? Where if you go to sleep and then wake up half an hour later, it feels really rough. If you're just about to go to sleep and there's an issue, that's okay. But that, you know, if even half an hour in bed for me, it's like, ah, oh, this is just really bad now. Yeah, um, yeah. With Tilly, we had been doing the grow clock, and in fact, we st- we are still using the grow clock, which is oh yeah, it, we've got that yeah yeah. It's it, it it was great for her. It was brilliant for her because she'd always you know not not get out of bed, not wake up until seven thirty. So sometimes you'd hear her sort of reading or just singing to herself when she was in her cot, 
and then you know when when the the sun would come up she'd go it's sun up and that would be it and everyone would be happy and everyone would be well rested and you know but she's just kind of gone off the idea now yeah, do you know what <laughs> that's never worked with either of them in fact funny enough i, I unplugged it the other day because i thought well, it's just it's just a, a night light that we're, we're not really using and then so put it back and uh yesterday she said oh i've, I've correct corrected the time i was thinking well, yeah because i just pulled the thing out it's never worked but it's never worked and we went through the whole story and everything with phoebe with georgia to be fair we haven't even bothered because you know she <laughs> she's barely in bed um but uh well it's good that it works for some people though <laughs> hello you were listening to the perky and man dadcast so Emily, I don't know if I told you, but Emily, and in fact, I think I said on the podcast that Emily had filmed a scene for Call the Midwife. Yes, and we saw it. You saw it. We her. saw it. Yeah. Yes, we did. We were looking at the last, because I don't really follow it. Um, Soph does. And then the, because it was the last episode, wasn't it? It was the last of the series. So if you yeah, listen to this yeah. show, you know, within the first couple of weeks of it coming out, it will still be on the iPlayer to catch up. But it's right near the end, isn't it? It's right near the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she gets <laughs> delivered by one of the McGanns, Doctor Who's yes. brother she gets delivered by. What was it like? I mean, obviously with you and Rach both being actors, but it's, it's a different thing when you're seeing your daughter who has no idea uh, about it at all. What was it like seeing it? From your perspective, it was it was good. It was emotional because it felt like we're watching her being born again. Like it, <laughs> because because she looked so young. I, I thought she. I was thinking she's going to look exactly like what she looks like now. And then you watch it, and it's like, oh no, she does look like a newborn baby. She was four weeks old that that day when she filmed it, and um, it felt like we we're watching her be born again because they put all the. I'm sure I mentioned it before. They they put all the jam on and they put this oil yes. on to make them yeah. look like they're just coming out of. Uh, you know, and, and and Call the Midwife particularly are so good with young babies. You know, they've got to be, but they're so yeah. You know, they've got they've got a separate room for the mum to be with them. They've got midwives on set that look after them, and everything is geared towards making sure that baby is as happy as possible, as safe as possible. And there's you know they're really really good. Um, but it was yeah, it was emotional watching it because it was like oh, I we're bet watching it was. our baby being born, and that's yeah. you know we don't have any footage of her actually being born. No, <laughs> so this is all we've got. We've got Steve that's McGann it. delivering our baby, and I feel like we shouldn't mention it to her. We shouldn't tell her ever, and then we should show the footage to her like when she's eighteen or getting married or something. Yeah, that 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 will be <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That'll be on the eighteenth birthday video. Yeah, or, uh, or or hologram, whatever it is by then. By that. although the only um, problem is, is it, 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 she played a boy in it. So he goes, yes, of course, it's yeah. a boy, which is uh, a bit heartbreaking for Rachel when she was there to, to hear that not only was her beautiful daughter playing a boy, but that the line was, she looks like my uncle Fer- or my granddad Fergus <laughs> yeah. and he was a bare knuckle fighter. <laughs> How to kick a, you know, a, a new mum who's probably still got those hormones and scars and emotions to deal with <laughs> to say you look like a bare knuckle fighter. <laughs> the Perky and Man Dadcast. Holding your hand and getting you to push through the first few years of fatherhood. Now, listen, I tell you what I want to talk about, Perky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I've been meaning to say this for a few of the episodes, and I keep, it's one of those things that keeps sort of being missed off the, uh, the, okay. the list. Okay. N- knickers. Knickers. <laughs> now, you'll, you'll get this. It's soon, okay we, if you we, want we... to wear them, that's fine. <laughs> okay, so I've got two girls. Um, they've got lots of knickers. But the difference between a three to four year old's knickers and a six to seven year old's knickers is is not that much. And they all look the same. They're all coloured and they're all, you know, they, they look the same. They're knickers. Going through <laughs> and sorting any washing out, which is uh, which I hate doing, absolutely hate doing. 
takes me double the time it does it takes Soph to do it. Because Soph can just go, she'll look at it and she'll know that's George's or that's Phoebe's. Whereas I have to look in the bloody label at each one oh, going, oh, yeah. that's it. And it irritates me. I mean, what we should do is, you know, one of them should be black and white, just black and white knickers, and one of them should be coloured or, or something just so, so obvious. Uh, Colour coded knickers. Re- yeah. It really irritates me. Same with socks. Soph will literally go, oh, yeah, that's George's. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's Phoebe's. Oh, yeah. And in fact, it's getting like that with clothes now because as they get sort of, you know, obviously there's a difference in their in their their heights and everything, um, but they they will get closer and closer. I still, it takes me forever if I have to sort through any clothes. It's just really irritating. But knickers, ah, oh, I tell you what, I, I sitting there the other day just going, where, what has become of me? I'm looking to find out whose knickers are whose. There irritating. must be some way. Can you not? Like, if you just lay them in a pile, right, all lined up to the left-hand side, and then at the end grab pinch a bit on the other side and then all the ones that fall out are the younger ones no <laughs> george's no yeah that's quite a good idea I should, I should probably sort of you know put a put a, a small magnet in one of theirs so i could literally put a massive magnet over pull out all of george's you know they're, they're george's and a then magnet? Phoebe's, like a so so a very small magnet into the seam of of, of each of i mean i'm this obviously it's not going to happen but i'm just thinking of <laughs> It's just it's just ridiculous. It's funny though because I I put, it'll get you stuck know, to I, the inside of the tumble dryer, Rich. Oh yeah, okay. It's, it's not it's it's not a plan that I've necessarily thought about. I'm just sort of thinking, uh, sort of free thinking now. The the thing is, the other uh, it's a few weeks ago. Um, Phoebe said, "Oh, <laughs> mummy, mummy, my pants are too tight." And so we come here, and she's like, "Yeah, you're wearing Georgias. Why did you put those on?" She was like, "Well, Daddy gave them to me." I was like, "I just oh! see like no, we've got the same problem with nappies that you know you go through different brands. Like we, we, our Aldi isn't that close to us, so we end up using like supermarket owned ones. So there's occasions when one one of the girls has got Aldi nappies yeah. and the other one has got Sainsbury's ones. And you get used to that just different look. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you might go to Aldi and do a run and then suddenly it's the other way around or they're both the same and you end up picking up the wrong ones and all that kind of stuff. Tilly, the older girl, two and a half, she was doing some filming and again, more acting, getting, getting her out there filming. She was doing Cuckoo, uh, right. Greg Davies, Helen Baxendale comedy show. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And right. I was taking her. And I got everything ready. I got her snack ready. I got her snack box all set. I got all the toys that she was going to take with her, the books that were going to keep her the happiest, everything geared towards making her the absolute happiest. Made sure I had plenty of nappies. That was fine. Got there. She made a mess. So I took her nappy off, went to put the other one. Oh, I've got size threes. And she's size six plus. (laughs) And it was just that moment of going, don't draw attention to it. Don't draw attention to it. Let's hope that in some ways this fits. And it was like, (laughs) thank goodness. They were snug, but they did fit. And that was lucky because otherwise that would have been a bit tricky. Oh, I've got to say, and this is going to be such a ramshackle episode of just like bits. I know, I know. We've kind of remembered. Um, Let's do it. Let's do it. If you've got any ideas of what Rich can do to help his pants sorting go easier, then get in contact (laughs) at DadCastUK on Twitter. Or at that cost UK on Instagram, send us a message and just tell us how you sort your pants. This is, uh, <laughs> but with uh, with this filming, so Cuckoo is this comedy series. Uh, Tilly and I went along, and we had to basically play in this play area. They wanted us to be running, or Tilly to be running around this play area. There's three yeah. kids. They want them to, a lot of movement. It's going to be in the foreground of shot, so it's not they're not going to focus on her, but they just want to see a lot of movement, a lot of playing. 
but essentially they want her to be quiet, right? So it makes it tricky for me because <laughs> I would normally be able to go, Tilly, come over here, or let's do this, or let's do that, and get her to move around. Yeah. But obviously you, it's tricky to say all that before you start, t- you know, a take, and then to try to get her to be quiet during the take. Anyway, she found this slide that she wanted to play on, but she was yeah. going head first down the slide, and I was thinking, okay, she did it a couple of times, and I thought maybe, maybe head first down the slide isn't really the way to go with this so i picked her up you know her face like landing in the mud every time picked her up and i whispered in her ear next time come down normally okay so i let her run back around to go up the slide again she came aside got to the very top of the slide stood on the top put both arms out to the side and shouted i'm not normal and dived head first down it again so obviously that was a that was a ruined take but then there was another bit inside, inside this little hut where the two main characters, so Greg Davies, Helen Baxendale, are in the foreground. They're having this discussion and yeah. there's no close-ups. There's no other shots. It's just this locked-off shot and all the right. kids are in the background. So in terms of like looking at the screen, they are between these two characters in the background playing in this little kind of pen. They did three takes. The first take was ruined because they, they hadn't, locked it off you know they hadn't closed the pen off so all the kids led by matilda <laughs> ran out ran round <laughs> ran out of the hut until he's standing in the doorway going there's my daddy i can see him there's my daddy over there right so take one didn't work take two again they didn't really close this pen off so all of them ran off again led by tilly to go and play with this kitchen thing that was kind of just out of shot so it was like well that's ruined it so the final take, they put this unit up to stop the kids getting out of this pen. <laughs> and so I'm watching it on a monitor and there's Tilly right in the middle of the two of them. Oh, it's lovely. It's going to be a beautiful shot. And then Tilly disappears behind Greg Davies' head. All right. <laughs> right. She's gone. Ah, this is tricky. This is tricky. Where's she gone? Where's she gone? What's she doing? What's she doing? Then just before the end of the scene, she appears at the other side of his head. So she's climbed out of the pen and she steps out and does a couple of spins as a ballerina with her hands above her head. And then again, just runs. (laughs) But that was the last take. So they've got to use that shot. I've just heard. Oh, I love it. By Greg uh, Davies' head spinning around and then running away. You know, that's going to either be the, the, the last time she ever does any filming yeah. or or you're now going to get loads. The start Absolutely of her Absolutely loads, yeah. I mean, the next <laughs> the next thing you want her to be saying is, uh, they're not as good actors as my parents. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Um, actually, there's something I, I, I would want to uh, talk about. There was um, speaking of, of filming again. Um, so we we moved middle of February. Uh, anyone who's got kids, if you moved without kids and feel like it will be similar moving with kids, it's really not. It's a lot more stressful. <laughs> it takes a lot more time to pack up. It takes a lot more time for everything. Um, but we had, you know, the weeks leading up to it, we'd planned how we were going to pack things up but it's tricky because you can't just like pack up a room because you want to leave kids toys or you want to leave some of their stuff you don't want to sort of like completely strip out a room so you do it in stages yeah. you kind of go well i'll do like 50 percent of this room and then you come back and want to do another 10 percent of the you know it's it's a real yeah, yeah. kind of um pain and then i came to the last week before we moved and rachel got a job got an acting job right did a commercial right so this commercial was filming in glasgow okay 
So we moved on a Friday, the Friday before, so the final week before we went, she got picked up at six o'clock in the morning to go up to Glasgow. She filmed the next day, the Saturday, and was coming back on the Sunday afternoon, okay? So that was that. So it was like, all right, three days out of our packing schedule that we can't do really (laughs) as much packing because then I'd just be looking after the two of them by myself. And I'd sort of done a couple of hours with two of them, but never like full days. So it was like, okay, I don't think I'm going to get much packing done because when, you know, when is there time to pack? One thing that happened then is that on just before she came back, they contacted her and said, actually, can you do Monday as well? So it's like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Great. I've got to go home to see my daughter, but if I can, if you can fly me up on Monday, fly me back, that'll be fine. Yeah, one day on Monday, that'll be fine. More work. That's great. Anyway, she was getting her train back. She got all the way back into Euston, got the train across. We live in Surrey, so kind of the train across, the tube, the train out to where we live. And she was literally walking down the road to our house from the train station. She got the phone call saying, yes, we definitely need you tomorrow. (laughs) We're going to send a car for you, take you to the airport, because it was like flying up and getting a train back down. And they said, and it's going to be at six o'clock. And Rachel was like, oh, another early start then. They went, no, 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 six o'clock tonight. Are you joking? So she, no was, she was home for literally two and a quarter hours and let's ah. go back up to Glasgow. But I have to say, as you know, being a dad, I think it's I think it's really useful for Rachel to have gone away for that long because like the first day with the two girls and you know yeah. and obviously having to be up in the night to to feed milk to Emily, you know, all those kind of night feeds and stuff, as well as yeah. looking after everyone during the day and making food. The first day was about surviving. <laughs> And then the second day, I think my mum came over the second day. So getting a bit of help that way, but still sort of having to deal with the waking up and getting everyone ready. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, time. and then the third day, I went to see some friends who've got kids as well. So again, it was like, take you know, when you take two kids to friends, everyone kind of chips in a bit more and things. But it was the fourth day that I felt like I was really just dadding. <laughs> Do you know dadding. what I mean? Because, it, because yeah. it was so kind of like, it was such a... Uh, like an event the other days it was like you know everything was gearing towards like how is this going to work and how do i do this and then the last day it was like oh we're okay i'm just i'm just doing it the girls are fine when they're hungry i'll feed them when they need change you know what i mean and i think it's important yeah yeah and i think a lot of like new dads especially i suppose when you've got two or maybe every time there's another one it kind of makes it exponentially bigger but i think it's important that mums go away and and let dads dad for a bit because often i think we said before that you kind of uh, are sort of bowing down to the to the mum's wisdom and what the mum thinks is best for the child and kind of doing what they think and helping them out in that way but it's only when you actually just do it for yourself that you really kind of learn and can experience it properly so now i mean now it's it's good now it's great i'm before i think i was a bit scared of like looking after both of them at the same time and it was only after that fourth day that it was like oh okay Okay, I can do. Yeah, that's great. I can do this now. Th- you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, you need, it gives you that that sort of. Uh, well, I don't know, the boost and responsibility that you need, really. Yeah, um, yeah. That that yeah. I think we, I think we take the mums for granted way too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I yeah. certainly do. Although, um, luckily, we, luckily, I didn't have to sort any knickers because if I'd done that, might have tipped me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> that's game over. <laughs> talking nappies, talking crap. The Perky and Man Dadcast. Spelling corrections. The <laughs> tables have turned somewhat. Phoebe <laughs> is doing spellings, and she's—I've got to admit, she's doing very well. 
I guess a lot of parents say that, and and, and that's good. But you know, I'm, I'm, we're pleased with what she's doing, and she seems to be just learning. And her thirst for knowledge—I've I've said this before—is is great. So they get spellings every week, and they have to obviously spelling test them. Sure, you did that when you were kids, so did I. But they also have to make sentences from these words, and we sit with her, and she comes up with some some sentences, and then I write them down, and then she copies them, or sometimes she does it, and it's great. So it's a good way of doing it, and she's and she enjoys doing it. And she actually wants to do the homework. So we were doing this last night. One of the sentences that we what she came up with was about how can they all row down the river. And then there was another one. They bow at the ball when wearing a bow tie. They bow at the ball when wearing a bow tie. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Phoebe said, your writing is not very good. <laughs> I said, well, okay, but yours and hers is better than mine. I've got to admit, it's actually neater. You can read it better. And I was scribbling it down. I said, well, you know, I'm just, have a look at it or, or ask me. And anyway, she wrote on it. L and W. She said she could not read my L and W. So she put in capitals <laughs> L and W, circled it and put learn this. <laughs> and she's That's like, this hilarious. is hilarious. Like, Daddy, Daddy, you've got to learn how to spell better and you've got to be neater. I mean, I just thought, oh, this is great. It's just the, the tables have completely turned. She's six and a half and she's telling she's me. The thing is, totally though, she was, a teacher. She, she was completely writing it, though. But I, I mean, I did laugh. I thought, oh, well, that's fair enough. And she's obviously taking on what her teachers say to her. You know, um, did she do it in a red pen? No, she should have done. I should give her one. There you go. Next time you're going to correct me, at least correct it with a red marker. <laughs> and all the times that you can read my writing, I want a gold star on the board yes, by I, the fridge. I, I, exactly. The thing is that she, it's really funny because she's... I can't remember learning certain things at school. and Maybe that's just because it was a long time ago. I can't remember doing grammar. I just I must have done grammar. Whereas she's coming back and, and um, telling me about grammar. And we're playing this game, which is a bit like I Spy. We, we did it for Georgia, you know, a couple of, well, a year or so ago, called something. And literally you just say, it's something in the room that's blue or something that you use to watch TV, you know, watch films on or, you know, uh, really yeah, sort of yeah, basic. Yeah. A bit like I Spy, but even more basic. But you you, you describe things. And um, we were walking in, in the park and we, we said, should we play a game? And, and Georgia said, well, let's play something. And then she said, I spy with my little eye. And Phoebe was like, no, George, you said something. You're playing I spy. She went, oh, OK, <laughs> something, um, uh, something, uh, something. And Phoebe said, come on, you've got to use verbs. You've got to use things. You've got to describe it. <laughs> oh, it's just like, oh, this is just absolutely fantastic. You know, the, the, the stuff that she's coming back with. They're doing castles at the moment. And she said about a, a trebuchet. A tr- what? Uh, well, exactly, a trebuchet. And I said, a trebuchet? She said, yeah. I said, oh, right. <laughs> What's that? She said, it's, it's like a, a catapult. It's a French catapult. What? I was like, uh, I know. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Thinking, I don't think I knew what a trebuchet is. I do now. But she was teaching me. Because I said, oh, what a wonderful. I said, that would make a great name, wouldn't it? Like, trebuchet man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, on, my so name. What, how old are you now? You're 41, 41, 42, 41. Yeah, nearly 42. But nearly yeah, 41. 41, and I'm 40. Like, that's over 80 years, and we've never heard the word trebuchet before. Trebuchet. Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Perky and Man Dadcast. So, cream eggs. Oh, yeah. Do you like them? Well, look, I'm diabetic, so I can't have them, but I did love of cream course, eggs. I of do course, lo- of no, course. No, but I love cream eggs. I, I do like cream Rachel doesn't like cream eggs, and I'm always a defender of the cream eggs. I used to love cream eggs. I used to like them. 
but I don't like them anymore. Ah, okay. I just do not like them. I, they're, they're way too sweet for me. They're, they're too much. Um, it's funny how your tastes change, actually. You know, the, the, how the idea of sweets for me, I, you know, I don't, in the main, I don't particularly like them that much and certain chocolate um uh, you know i quite like the more bitter chocolate now uh, i've never been a fan of, of white chocolate but cream eggs i'm not a particularly big fan so you wouldn't go to pimp my snack and work out how to make a giant easter egg sized cream egg this year then no no, <laughs> no 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 there's a restaurant somewhere that does uh like makes a, a pizza with uh with cream eggs what so the pe- yeah so the cream egg is it's something like they they put cream eggs i think you freeze it and then you split it and then that becomes like a, a hard-boiled egg. Uh, then you've got um, marshmallows on it and uh, cho- bits of chocolate brownie look like bits of, I don't know, whatever you put on pizza, really. So, Well, that's good I- to know. That's good to know. That's good to know. Are you getting Easter eggs for the girls? Yes, we are. But I think what we're doing is we're doing a, an Easter egg hunt with a load of small eggs. Yeah. And then we'll have a, a one bigger egg. What happens, I'll be honest, what happens is that... Various people buy us eggs, which is very kind. But because we are, we're careful with how much they eat, you know, we put them away and then we forget them. <laughs> and it got to Christmas and I found two, I found two of the massive bunnies this Christmas. I was like, oh no. So it's like, you know, because we hide them. Yeah, you know, we just, yeah, we just, we hide them. So in a way, we don't want them to have too much because... Well, we don't want them to eat them too quickly. Otherwise, we'll forget them. But yeah, we'll definitely do an Easter egg hunt. That's, that's part of it, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's good fun, Easter It's egg a hunt. good laugh. See, with Tilly, we'd never given her any chocolate, any sugar. So we'd given her fruit and stuff, but never any kind of like refined sugar. And, right. Um, just because, you know, the, in, because I'm diabetic, that maybe yeah, yeah. it's probably, if we can avoid it. Like, so when it came to like a second birthday, Rachel made this really amazing birthday cake which was just a, a shaved watermelon so it's big this big red cake oh yeah and then with things stuck in it other like fruit kebabs stuck in it it looked amazing yeah, yeah. And she loved it and that was brilliant and then and then rachel said the other day she said we should give her something just because yeah. we don't want her first one to be when she goes to like a friend's birthday party no, and, suddenly no, no, no. and suddenly goes off the wall so it was rachel's dad's 70th Week before okay. last, right? So, oh, right. So we were we were seeing him on the Tuesday on his actual birthday. My, my dad's too. Oh, was it? That's bizarre. What day? Yeah, fifteenth. <laughs> uh, ah, okay. This was the thirteenth, right? Okay. Oh, yeah, funny that. <laughs> funny that. So, so the, he, he came up and we Rachel made a cake and we gave Tilly a bit of that cake. So that was like a first yeah. bit of like cake with sugar in it, yeah. and that was fine. <laughs> that was fine. But then we were having a party on the Sunday. For his, so it was like his 70th and then also celebrating belatedly my 40th and then Rachel's brother's 40th. We were having like a party right. of like her side of the family and it was like a 150th birthday party. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and so we made another cake and this cake was one we made with fondant icing over the top and we put little faces on and sort of like did like yeah. decorating all that kind of stuff. Anyway, Tilly came in at one point and she was just sort of playing in the corner and then what we realised what she'd done, she'd found on the table a lump of white icing a fondant icing right the girl that had only had sugar <laughs> one tiny bit of cake on the tuesday and she was standing there biting this fondant icing and we we're like tilly tilly can you please put that down and she would say don't say anything don't say anything mummy don't say anything daddy bite 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 don't say anything no don't say anything <laughs> oh my god what have we done you have opened the floodgates to to sugar heaven I it's know. as simple as that you you know it's <sighs> gonna happen 
The thing is, you can control for so much. I think the, the point is, and I think what you've done is laudable. It's amazing. I mean, I, you know, I think with Phoebe, it took a while. And then we just gave her cake and there was no looking back. With Georgia, <laughs> should have had it should have had it a lot before because she saw, should have just nicked it from Phoebe. I think it's it's just moderation, though. You know, it's moderation. And sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, uh, above, uh, you know, giving chocolate as a, as a bribe at all. Uh, not, <laughs> not at all. I'm really your, not. Your dad hack of the week. Keep it is chocolate seriously. Pack. Use it as so, a funny enough, to, well, funny enough. The other day, and in fact, the, it'll be tonight. I know soap's about late, um, and I'll be getting the girls into bed um, uh, and in the bath, and it'll be like, right, if you can get in the bath within the next, you know, thirty seconds, you get a cheeky bit of chocolate, and it'll be a very small <laughs> bit of ki- Kinder chocolate, which is essentially not chocolate anyway. Kinder's <laughs> Kinder's pretty, pretty Kinder's pretty damn good. It'll be a cheeky bit of Kinder chocolate, and they'll get their clothes off and in that bath so so fast. Job done. Dad hack. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, I've got a dad hack for you. This is something I saw online and it's genius. It's brilliant. If you've got a baby, a baby that isn't crawling, but you just want to keep the baby entertained. If you've got some balloons, some helium balloons, just tie a mm-hmm. balloon to each of their hands and each of their <laughs> legs and it'll keep them <laughs> occupied for hours as they're wriggling about. Oh, I love it. That's great. <laughs> In fact, I think I'd enjoy that. <laughs> but it's it's kind of thing you want to do after having a few drinks, isn't it? It's sort of like a party. You tie everyone's hands and legs with balloons. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That'd well, be great I think on the floor I think on that note. I think I think on that note. I think that is. Uh, I think we we've concluded this. I've still got stuff to do, but we'll we'll chuck it over to uh, to the special in April. April special. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And and as we've said, I think each of the last two years at Easter, if you want a bit of a, an easy day on Sunday then what you need to do is tell your kids that you're going to hide 10 Easter eggs in the back garden, hide eight, and then you've just got hours to sit there with a beer on the deck chair. You know, just they'll be looking for hours, especially if they think it's chocolate. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So actually saying that, are you doing Easter eggs then? Well, I don't think so. I don't know. We've got other things for her. I'm sure she'll get a little bit of chocolate at Easter, but we're not doing Easter eggs. You've got to do it. You've got to do one little small Easter egg, Perky. <laughs> I just one small egg. Look, just think about just think about her eyes lighting up, um, that smile that she'll give you because she knows that that sugar rush is 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 gonna is gonna be there soon, and she'll yeah. she'll I, love you to bits. Come on. And then I've just got to think of what her eyes will be at three thirty in the morning when she's still wired. <laughs> yeah C- cowpole cowpole <laughs> oh, okay okay so the dad the dad hack the, the the bit of information you can take away from us two this week is spike them up with chocolate bring them back down with cowpole you're a red wine and coffee man aren't you <laughs> I, uh, yeah. wake yourself up with a coffee go to bed with a red wine right oh mr perkins as always it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you and uh, have a fantastic easter have a lovely and we'll break. talk yeah again yeah very soon take care yourself bye subscribe to the perkin man dadcast on itunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.